Welcome back to the Emergency Power Podcast. You've made it through another week, so reward yourself with a relaxing vacation by Trendsetters Excursions. Our state-of-the-art luxury transports will cater to your every whim, ensuring the most relaxing trip you've ever had. Guaranteed. Try our observatory, where our patented Total Darkness technology will give you such a clear view of the surrounding stellar phenomena you'll think you've been sent to a totally different plane of existence. Afterwards, take a trip to our spa, where our robotic masseuses are programmed in 71 different massage techniques, with extensive knowledge of key pain points for dozens of packed world species. We're sure to pound out any tightness. Book your trip today. Trendsetter excursions. Because comfort should be uncompromising, ing, ing. Don't do it. We're getting the hell out of here and we're never going to a spa again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone. This is chapter three. Are you ready? I'm very ready. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm definitely ready after that amazing intro. Things are getting spicy. How are you guys feeling about your characters so far? Because we're playing the pre-gens. I was, I was uh, very adamant that we played the pre-gens for this. So some of you who don't like doing the whole pre-generated characters thing, how are you feeling about that? What, do you, what are your thoughts on pre-gens and these in particular? It's interesting. So like when I'm conceptualizing a character, I try to, I try to live in it for a little bit. Pre-gens, it feels like putting on somebody else's socks. But yeah, for a quick run, like let's get right to the action. Sure. Yeah. I'm kind of the same. I'm trying to make it my own as best I can. I really get into backgrounds when I'm thinking about characters, but with these pre-gens, you get like oh, a couple paragraphs and it doesn't really go into that much depth. So it's like I will have to live in the moment and care about what's happening right in front of me because I'm not thinking about where my character came from or anything like that. So I have to invent them kind of in reaction to how everyone else is playing their characters, which I think has actually gone pretty well so far. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure. I think for like smaller, quicker stories like this, it's it's totally fine like doing a pre-gen. If it were like super long, then then I would probably want to make my own. Last time I played on your podcast, Jeff, um, you wouldn't let me be like a dog person. I feel like I'm way <laughs> less insulted this time that I'm like railroaded into uh, one of these pre-gens. For those of you that mightn't have missed it, uh, the last Power Pack we played Traveler and Kelly was there. And there is in Traveler non-human races. But for the sake of simplicity, I decided early on, I was like, we're just going to do all humans and <laughs> we're just going to live in that world. They exist somewhere, but they're just not in this game. And yeah. apparently Kelly was like, oh, I could have been a dog person. I want to be a dog person. He took that personally. He did take it personally. <laughs> I took a dog it Why didn't you guys just do a full crew of dog people? Then it would have <laughs> yeah, been just Jeff, as simple. It would have been so easy. <laughs> you got me. Uh, food for thought. There wasn't a Homeward Bound storyline that we could have chased. <laughs> <laughs> a homeward Bound. Wow. That you could have chased. Oh, oh, I get it. I get it. That was good. There's a like mental nugget that has been stored away for eons that just unlocked. Ching. Thank you for that. <laughs> Door opened in Jeff's mind, like, and then three dogs ran through. <laughs> John, I haven't heard from you yet. How are you feeling about Gazi and pregen characters in general? I really like pregen characters. I typically always do, unless for some reason I'm like this particular character. But I like seeing other people come up with their characters. And then there's like just enough for you to either, as Adam said, like kind of just run with it for a short run. Or if you're going to play it for a while, like there's also a lot there to give you some clues, some anchors that you can pull into these long, cool backstories. So I always love pregens. 
it's great to see people who are probably really good at like ideating and coming up with these awesome backgrounds and stories and cultures. It's like, I, I love to dig into it. I'm always a big pre-gen guy. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I, I think I like them too. I, for the most part, they're they're fun for for short runs. If I know that I'm not going to be playing the character for an extended period of time, I am totally fine with a pre-gen. I'll make it my own. Uh, but if I am doing a long form campaign, I will always make my character myself. Absolutely. Other, otherwise, you're like begging for him to die in the story somehow, just so you can get to your next character. There are people like that, you know. <laughs> you're like bored of your character. Do we gotta talk, Kelly? No, I'm not bored of my characters because I created them. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Mm. But uh, yeah, actually, I really don't want them to die, John, please, in our main campaign. So I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I think it's time for us to get started with these characters and see where the story leads us. Yes. Last time on Dragon Ball Z. Nako, Dakoyo, Gazigaz, and Quonks discover that the Emerald Empyrean isn't as devoid of life as they once believed. Don't come any closer. There's no need for conflict. Look, we're just looking for our captain. Have you seen any Vesk? I'm a Vesk. I'm sorry you lost your captain, dearies, but I have something to cheer you up. Here, have a toffee. Mm. Thank you. This crew member looks injured. If only there was a skilled physician who could help. <laughs> oh, that's me. Dakoyo expertly heals Locke Lindler, who tells them that the AI core is in the engine bay behind a false wall on the lower deck. Determined to find Nakonechkin and stop the rogue AI, they head further into the ship. Upon searching the spa room, however, they find their captain getting a deep tissue massage. Captain, we're here to save you. Hey, hey, hang on, Nako. I've got this. It requires a, a deft touch. Uh, there. Yeah. Oh, so tender. Thanks, fuzzballs. I'm going back to the ship. I'll do what I can to help you from there. Our Skittermander heroes continue through the ship and discover that other members of the crew were not so lucky as Locke Lindler. Some have been killed and some suffered a fate worse than death. What challenges will our heroes face as they trod ever closer to the ship's core? Find out now in Chapter 3 of Power Pack 2, The Skittermander Saga. God. Jeff, you really are the narrator from Dragon Ball Z. I got so, like, pumped up. <laughs> Me too. We left off exactly on the lower decks as you were about to open the door to what appeared to be the forward airlock. Inside, the forward airlock is loaded with luggage containers. Each suitcase is tagged with a room ID. A few of them appear to be opened, and inside those suitcases, you can see that they've been emptied, no doubt already unpacked into their respective rooms. There are some, however, that remain zipped up. I'm going to carefully slide up. Rako, what do you see? There's baggage. There's nothing really exciting that I can see, but those ones look dangerously still zipped up. <laughs> yeah, be careful, folks. This is where our friend Locke was quite severely injured. Uh, there could be robots in one of these things. Right, I'm going to pull out that dart that comes back to me when I throw it, and with that, I'm going to open one of these containers that has still been zipped up. You're opening it with a dart. 
Yeah. Describe to me like the process. Absolutely. I'm just doing one extra step where I take the end of the dart and I find the little zipper and I put the end of the dart into the zipper and then I open it. Gotcha. So just a surgical opening of these suitcases. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you open it up very slowly and carefully. Fortunately for you, it is not trapped. Don't worry, I disarmed the trap. Unfortunately for all of you. Oh God, the game just buzzed. What? Oh no. Robots come out of the ceiling. At this time, you hear a familiar tone. No. I've come to have nightmares of this tone, thanks to you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Elevated breathing rate detected. Risk of hyperventilation at 96%. Oh no. Solution. Reduce oxygen levels by 96%. <laughs> Unsealing exterior airlock door. Please relax. Everyone activate your protections and hang on. And I'm going to need you all to roll for initiative. Oh, what is this? Uh, I love this. We're this about to get so thrown crazy. into space. A small robotic figure appears through the porthole on the airlock door. Looking closer, you can see there's a butler robot outside the ship and you soon realize why. As the airlock door begins to emit intense heat and sparks, this robot is cutting away the door with a welding torch from the outside. Oh no. Oh gosh. The door hisses and the room begins to decompress. Mm. Now you may roll for initiative. Oh, this is gonna be trouble. This is gonna be trouble. Uh, now I have to go look up and see what kind of action it takes to activate my environmental protection. It is a standard action to activate your environmental protections. Did all the lights just go away? That's so cool. The lights in the ship begin to dim and the emergency lighting kicks on. Wow. Thank God we're on emergency power. Uh. <laughs> I can definitely just picture the like, you know, and like the feeling of vibrations. Everything shuts down and like the red tint. Uh, that's cool. All, cool all we see is the glow of the welding iron through yeah. the door. <laughs> oh, that's such a cool image. Right. But I also so hate rad. it. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Gazi, what do you got for initiative? 22. Nako? That is a 24. Dakoyo? Is a 21. And Quonks? Quonks got a 20. Wow, good, good initiatives all around. Very nice. Yeah, right? So, Nako, you're up first. Now, the cabin is currently not airless. It is decompressing because the air is only flowing out through the gap where the butler robot has already cut open the door. You're not yet at risk of suffocation. You can also hold your breath for a number of rounds equal to your constitution score. So you have some time. What do you do? Okay, how big is the hole that this robot's making? Currently about 12 inches long. They're like cutting around the seam of the door. So like in a heist movie, they're cutting around it. Yes. Okay, so the, the question I'm, I'm trying to get to is, could I stick a gun through it and shoot this robot? <laughs> they have the equivalent of improved cover, but I will allow it. All improved right. Improved cover is a plus eight to their AC. That's not oh, ideal. Not small at all. I will look over to everyone else and say, activate your environmental protections. I'm going to see if I can't slow him down. Will do. And I will run over to the airlock and I will stick my gun through and I will just 
fire as many shots as I can into that little room, if nothing else, to try to get him to slow down. Okay. Give me an attack roll. Oof. Okay. Without any cover or anything, that's a 10 against KAC. (laughs) So, like, two? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. You try to fire through this gap, and it's really tight, and it just bounces off the side of the airlock wall and ricochets once into the room, but then... Please, please don't. Peter's out. Oh, it's okay. Okay, next up is Gazi Gaz. Uh, Wow, Uh, Gazi zhuzhes up a little bit, and and, and two of uh, their hands kind of straighten out the beard and the the eyelashes, and then as the environmental protections go on, Gazi's going to take a step back and look at Quonks and say, Quonks, we gotta be ready to get out of here. That's it, because uh, that's my whole move for right now. I've, I've got my weapons ready in case something happens, but uh, more worried about getting out of here and being in the uh, vastness of zero gravity than anything else. And I will also point out that the uh, door between the cargo bay and the hallway is still open, just for our listeners to note. I was actually going to ask that in case, like, it went... <laughs> behind us because of stupid AI robots. No, it doesn't seem like the robot is just uh, going to vacuum out this room. Oh. Oh, they're just going to vacuum everybody. Oh, great. Got it. So Gazi took five steps back towards the door. Quonks is right in front of the door. Gazi's stepping right next to him for all the listeners. Dakoyo. Uh, Dakoyo takes a standard action to put on his environmental suit. So you can seal up, and then he is going to echo what Gazika says and be like, Nako, we probably should get out of here. And then he's just going to be ready to, like, leave and help Nako out. Okay. Quonks. Digging through the rules here to figure out if my Kasatha microcord has environmental protections. All armor has environmental protections. Uh, it's based on the level of the armor. Cool. Uh, I'm going to take a standard action to activate that. And then I'm going to look around to see if there's anything I can jack into using his uh, data jack augmentation to try to get the lights turned back on. Nice. Okay. There is a control panel for the airlock. Uh, There's also a control panel for the interior door. And there is a light control panel for this room. I'm going to move to the light control panel for this room. Okay, I, we'll say you can reach it because it's it's next to Gazi Gaz. Oh, dope. Then I'm going to jack in and try to do something. I'm going to try to turn the lights back on. All right, give me a computer's roll. 16. Yeah, that is definitely enough to operate the lights. Nice. It is just in this room, but this room comes back up with full bright light. All right, now that we can see what we're doing, let's get out of here. All right, Nako, you're up. But if we leave, won't all of the air in the ship just get sucked out? The robot continues its cutting. It seems like it's able to make a cut of about six inches every time. So now the gap is 18 inches long. So there's no way that this inner door would actually lock down the ship if, say, we were to close that and walk away. Am I correct in this? Uh, This is a cargo door. It probably doesn't have the same kind of seal as the airlock, uh, but it would certainly slow it down. All right, I look back to everyone else. Here's the problem. Even if we just walk away and shut this door behind us, it may slow things down, but this stupid robot will still be cutting through and it might just open the door. All of those people, including the Vesk, will probably die. (laughs) (laughs) The granny, oh no. Is that a better gap for you to shoot through now, Nako? It seems wider. 
Yeah, is that in fact the case? Is it wide enough I could maybe get my arm in there and give it a little shoot shoot? It's longer, not wider. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, is there any way I could like wedge a bigger hole or something like that? Yeah, what do you want to use? Uh, I've got a Doshko. <laughs> okay, you want to try and expand this hole with your Doshko. Yeah, like make it a little wider just so I could maybe get in there and do something about it. Okay, Th this would technically fall under like the, the breaking rules, I think. Mm -hmm. I think you automatically hit. Uh, give me critical damage. All right, I'll take that. And you're going up against the hardness of an airlock door. Ooh. Uh, that is 20 damage. It widens by the slightest amount as oh. you cut through with your Dosh Co. It's now regular cover. Nice. I reduced right. that by four, so yeah. I will take that. <laughs> Gazi Gaz, are you doing anything? Yeah, Gazi seeing this says, Taco, you know no fear. You told me you can save us. Gazi's going to use Gidim on the robots that yeah. way you get a plus one and then oh. gazi's also gonna say guys just spitballing starting to like strafe to the left what if we just put luggage in front of the door and then maybe it'll depressurize or something to knock the robot away and then gazi's gonna start walking uh towards the luggage i don't know if if, if the luggage is even big enough to be able to drag but guys is just gonna start acting on their own you find some luggage that you can manipulate that's kind of like a fabric like texture that you think would work to clog the, the hole. Once we actually lose pressure, wouldn't everything in here might just be pulled out? Potentially, yeah. Uh, so then Gazi's going to start, because my move action was get him. So then Gazi's, yeah, is just going to move over and then get ready to move stuff next round. Either move inside the door or out, but we need to shut that thing. Okay. Okay. Dakoyo. So we're moving the luggage, eh? It's not a bad idea. All right, so Dakoyo is going to attempt to drag this one that's closest to the door over in front of it, uh, per Gazi Gaz's suggestion. Okay, you grab some luggage and put it up against the door of the airlock where it's being cut through. It does seem like you've slowed it down a little bit, but Nako, if you're going to shoot through the robot, you're also going to puncture the luggage that just got placed up on the airlock. Wonks. Clarifying questions. Go for it. So most airlocks are two doors. You've got an exterior door and an interior door. Yeah. Is the butler bot cutting the exterior or the interior door? The exterior. Gotcha. So the interior door is just open. It's open. Okay. Okay. And we now have a piece of luggage against it? Against the exterior door, where the cut is. Where are the door controls? Right next to the airlock. Quonks is going to move to there. Hold on to your tails. He's going to open the airlock door. No! Quonks, you fool, you madman. You're going to open the exterior airlock wait, door? Wait, 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 wait. How about <laughs> this? Let me get into the airlock, like, then shut the one closest inside and open the outside one, and I will take this thing down. I'm going to clobber him with all of this luggage. You know, we're <laughs> standing right here, too. That's what I was hoping for, but now go now. <laughs> all right, if you're doing it, give me an engineering oh, code. Don't wow. be a hero, man. You don't need this. Quonks. Don't do it. Nako, don't be a hero. Oh, there no. they go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 26. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely uh -oh. wire up this thing. <laughs> and the airlock doors <laughs> open completely. Ah! Nako. I'm going to need everybody <gasps> to make 
reflex saves Yo. to grab onto something. Oh boy. Quonks, because you are the one that did this, you're gonna get a plus four. Anyone who is next to a wall gets a plus two. Okay. Which is everyone. Yeah, thanks. But me. And let me describe a little bit about what happens. As the door opens, the robot that was on the outside cutting away at the door, it just gets blasted with the last yes. remaining air that's in the cargo bay and whoosh, flies off into space along with its cutting tool. Yay. Nice. All right, give me those reflex saves. 25. 21. Okay, so Quonks and Nako are safe. Gazi got a 21. Gazi is safe. I swear to God, Quonks. <laughs> I only rolled an eight, so. What's your bonus? With the bonus, it's an eight. Oh! With the bonus, <laughs> yes. it's an eight. Hold on, hold on. Can we, like, try to grab them? Yes, please. Can I use my space popsicle on somebody else. Yes. That's what I was going to do, but I was asking if we could catch him first to see if we could save it, but... <laughs> I won't allow you to catch them because you're too preoccupied with stopping yourself from getting blown out, but I will allow you to use a popsicle on someone else. That's always been allowed in Emergency Power Podcasts. Okay. Yeah. So, Dakoyo, roll again. If your dice roll is 10 or lower, you get a plus 10. So you can't roll on the die less than 10. Less than 11. Do I add the extra two for this? Yes, you can. You still get your extra two. It's it's just a re-roll, but the minimum roll you can get is an 11. A six plus it. So it's, it still doesn't work. So it's still an eight, basically. No, when you rolled a six, so you get a plus 10 to that six. So that becomes a 16. Oh, it's less than 10. Sorry, I thought it was more than 10. Oh, thank God. Woo. So now that's a total of an 18 with those bonuses. I'm glad that I don't have to space anybody. Thank oh. you. <gasps> DC 14. Dakoyo just finds a small wire hanging out and grabs it just in time. Oh, yeah. oh goodness. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that you grab onto this cutaway part of the door and you're just hanging on and then you pull yourself in. I just see like an empty used up popsicle stick like fly by me into space. <laughs> <laughs> Slam it into the door. <laughs> Gazi's holding out a, a popsicle. That's what you grabbed onto. Fight <laughs> freeze, but hold it. I gotta say, I so like cool. this little uh, this mechanic that you have an emergency power. Uh, with this is good. Popsicle. Yeah, yeah it's what nice. I love is the imagery of like because space is freezing. Like as soon as you grab the popsicle, oh, yeah. it Christmas like, story. <laughs> like your hand is welded to that popsicle until yeah. it thaws. <laughs> there you go. Cold weld. Science. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's great. It's awesome. I love it. I don't have my environmental protections on, so I can't like actually say <gasps> anything in the vacuum of space. So I'm just yeah. I'm just gesturing while holding my breath, like at the airlock, like, please shut the airlock. <laughs> All right. Well, it's now Nako's turn. <gasps> okay. Uh, do I have to do anything to continue hanging on or am I okay in that respect? You're going to have to use two hands to hang on because you're just getting the air in the entire ship is being forcibly evacuated from the entire ship right now oh, because no. you've got the interior airlock door open and the door between the cargo bay and the hallway is open. Oh, what? We didn't shut the we, door. So we just oh. made it worse. We just accelerated we the entire thing. Oh, we absolutely did. What? You guys remember when Jeff very explicitly said, the door to the hallway is still open. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that was a whole I beat. Like how yeah. I even asked you yeah. guys to shut the door, but nobody did. <laughs> oh my god. We're just like, we don't want to slowly bleed and die. We just want to die right away. YOLO. <laughs> so it is Nako's turn now. Fortunately, I don't have to hang on with all of my hands. So with some of my other hands, I activate my environmental protection. I love it. That's your standard action. You still have a move. Do you want to do anything with it? Shut the door. Shut the door. Gazi. Gazi is going to move back five feet to the left and try and shut the door. Uh, are you hanging on to something along the walls? Yeah. I'm going to need you to make a athletics check to hang on as you maneuver your way across this room with these high winds. That's a specialty of Gazigaz, right? Athletics? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially when you have a strength of 10, you know you're set. You're good. <laughs> okay. I have a plus zero to my athletics and I rolled a four. Oh, oh my. No. Oh my. <laughs> so I'm going to say that's failed by more than five, which is usually bad in Starfinder. <laughs> Thank you. You usually, as you say, scream. <laughs> as you move, you're moving one square to the left. And, you know, there's just not a lot to hang on to on that wall. And you just, you lose purchase. No, 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 no. And you got to make another reflex save. Reflex save 16. I'm going to put you one square down from where you wanted to be, but you grab on, you like get your grip into the floor. Oh man. And that's going to be your turn. Dakoyo, round three. Okay. He's just going to make sure he's inside the inner door now, right? Which we haven't destroyed and we can close and we'll attempt to probably. That's right. It's like, all right, make sure you shut the inner door if everyone's in. I don't know. I guess I'm just going to hang on and uh, let me see if I can help in any way. Shut all the doors. Shoot all the cores. It sounds like you're just holding your turn until Quonks can try to close the door. Yeah. Yeah, because nothing really I can help out with. Just telepathic messages. Like, close it, close it, close it, close it, close it. That's basically it. <laughs> all right, Quonks. Do it. Do it. Do it. Right in front of the control panel. The air is just whooshing out of this airlock at a rapid pace. And the sound of Gazi screaming into your ear. I expect there's like a brief Pantene Pro-V moment where Quonks is just like whipping his fur back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) And then they hit the close buttons. Do I need to check for that or is that? No, you already made a check. I'm going to give it to you. The doors close and you are all safe for the moment. Everyone give me a perception check. No. The terror is just beginning. Nako just falls face first on the ground, like, ugh. 21. Quonks, you pass. Gazi got a 10, because I think Gazi was mostly focused on Quonks's uh, Pantene moment and was like, wow, that is great hair. That's a fail. 17. Nako, you fail. As the airlock door closes, you think that your troubles are behind you. No, Jeff. But you notice on your environmental controls of your armor, oxygen level is still dropping. It's not coming from this airlock. Apparently the oxygen in the air is dropping rapidly. This may not be the only airlock that's been opened. Check your environmental protections to see if mine is malfunctioning. The oxygen levels right now are about 50% of optimal. Oh boy. Oh gosh. Where 0% would be no longer survivable. Without environmental protections. Yes. 
Can we tell, like, the air direction? Can we tell where it's moving? Like, I'm concerned that it's the airlock that we came through on the top level on the other side of the ship. That is a astute assumption. Nako, wait, is this happening, fam? Nako, yes, because you say that, you can see, like, little dust particles flowing up the stairs. All right, Nako isn't going to even wait. They're just going to dash in that direction as fast as they can. Nice. Okay, well, it is your turn round four, so go ahead and give me whatever movement you can muster. So just straight dashes out of the room, doesn't say anything, just runs up and starts getting around the staircase. Nako, wait up, wait up! Next up is Gazi Gaz. Pushes themselves off the ground in just the most non-gracious manner and like trying to stumble and get up and then is going to run after Nako. Dash across the hall, run up the stairs, turn the corner, and I can move twice, so 30 feet up. And I'm literally able to make it almost up to the second floor, I think, for 60 feet. And then I'm going to use hyper and move an extra 30 feet. Nice. So tell us, tell me about hyper for those, for the audience that doesn't know maybe what that ability is. So Skittermanders have an ability once per day where they can take an extra move action because of just their incredible, energetic, precocious, wonderful nature. Awesome. Okay, so you get an extra 30 feet of movement in this round. You're at the top of the stairs. You can see this floor is also in low light mode. The emergency lights are on. They're like this red glow throughout the ship. And down the hall, you can see a gust of wind pushing into the other airlock. Do I see Nako at all? Nako is behind you. He just blew right past. Okay, that's my turn. Yes, Takoyo will move to the foot of the stairwell. Um, That's as far as he can move on this round. So he'll be upstairs next round. Well, I can move twice. I could just do that. So he's going to move another 15 feet, then another 30 feet, and he's made it to the second floor now. Okay, great. Quonks. I mean, seeing the rest of the party run out, Quonks is going to chase after them. Wait for me, guys. I'm going to take that same hyper action. Nice. Very nice. And that's my three moves to almost out of the stairwell. Quonks, you notice your environmental gauge now shows the oxygen levels at 45%. Uh, and it is Nako's turn. So Nako continues to fly up the staircase, rounds the corner. As they roll out into the corner because they like trip, they use uh, their extra arms to get themselves back up and just start running on all legs at the same time until they can get back onto their feet and just tear through the observatory room on their way towards this other airlock. Gazi, you were the first one to make it into the hallway upstairs and yep. you have a straight shot from here to the door that leads to the other cargo bay. What do you do? If there was a, a security cam watching this stairwell, it's just four skitter manners like, <laughs> just like running up. Absolutely. Gazi getting to the top of steps, me like, <sighs> and then Nako, she like comes back, like running past and God's like, ah, wait up, wait up. and just starts also running. And I run 20 feet to the door, jump into the observation deck, which is, I guess, pitch black almost. So I actually don't know where Nako is. Do I do I run into Nako or am I able to see them and run past them? I think I'm going to have you make a reflex save. DC 12 reflex save and you won't bump into Nako. I rolled a 13. All right, you're good. You get your full movement. So from from where I was at the top of the steps, literally just straight shot across, I can make it all the way to the other side of the observation deck right at the door. Okay. And that's my turn. 
All right, Dakoyo, you're at the middle of the stairs. So he's moved 30 feet. So he just got out of the stairwell. He looks to the right, starts dashing down the hall, and he's going to take that racial feat to, what does it get a whole other set of movement? Is that correct? Yeah. So then he rushes through what I believe is the observatory, runs right through, coming up right behind Gazi Gaz, who he can see probably from like the light at the entrance to the observation deck, kind of sees his shadow. Does Gazi look good? Yeah, they look super cool outlined. Yes. Yes. That's all your movement. So then we're going to move on to Quonks. So Quonks, hearing the skitters from the rest of the skitter manders, is going to run around the corner and tear straight across as much of the observation deck as, as she can. You're all in the observation deck as you're just running through to get to the other end of the hallway to get to this cargo bay that is evacuating air. Everyone give me a perception roll. Oh, that's an eight. Dirty 20. 24. Quonks and Decoyo pass. Also 24 for Gazi. Gazi Gaz passes. The three of you hear a thud <laughs> above you. You look up. Another butler robot has landed on the observation deck with a torch and is beginning to cut through. Oh, God. Oxygen levels at 40%, and it is Nako's turn. Okay, well, Nako did not see that, so <laughs> they're just going to continue to sprint towards that door. I sprint down the hallway and get all the way to the first area that we came through. What do I see in here as I round the corner? You round the corner into the cargo bay, and you see there is a butler drone that is cutting through the exterior airlock with a torch. This one has cut through about a three-foot line. It has completed half of one side of the door. Oh, boy. It's very likely that the force will not require it to cut through the entire door before it will just explosively decompress. Well, that's fantastic. Fantastic, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the end of my turn. That's all I got. Gazi Gaz, you have two options now. You have the butler drone that is obviously in the cargo bay and there's another one above you and i'm gonna give you guys light now because the light from the torch has now ignited and so you can see in the observation deck that's a cool image of the because it's like lighting up the whole deck gazi is not great at decisions so gazi is a little stressed uh, to say the least is is there a way that gazi can access like you probably can't get or is there a way to get to the butler robot at all there is a control panel in the observation deck mm. that controls the shield. That's good to know. Gazi's eyes visibly are like, <gasps> and Gazi's going to run to that control panel. Where is that control panel? There's one by either door, so you are right next to it. You don't even have to move. All right, then Gazi is going to immediately attempt to shut the shield. All the controls have been locked out from the ship now because M2 knows that you're not there to relax. <laughs> That's right. So you're going to have to give me engineering to hotwire this thing. Eight with a plus zero. So it's flat eight. Oh, mm. no. You're trying to find the right wires, but they, they're they they're all the same. They're just wires. <laughs> they're just <laughs> Where's Quonks? Quonks! And um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's not going to do it. So no, not, you can, you're welcome to give it another try in a future round, though. Okay, okay that's fair. Dekoyo. Dekoyo looks just really sad and disappointed at Gazi Gaz, and then he just looks right next to him at Quonks and gives him, like, this, like, pleading look to please, like, fix this situation. And then he says, you know, Quonks, it's up to you. I can't do anything with computers. And then he, like, points up and, like, shows the robot trying to get in. I'll help how I can. 
Quonks returns a, a knowing nod. Uh, then Dakoyo is going to actually get out of here and try to help with the situation further down. He makes his way out of the room, takes a full action to get to right in front of the door to the other cargo bay. You are right behind Nako now, and you can see the, the cargo bay bot. And what's the oxygen at right now, Jeff? What did I say before? 45. It's still 45. I think, I think 40? you said it was like 70% before. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. I thought it was 70. I think it was like 90%. Yeah, it was 45 times yeah, yeah. two, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you you got to carry the two when over. When you closed the initial door, when you got your first reading, it was 50%. It's going mm -hmm. down by about 5% every round. Got it. Is this opposite day where down means up? Um, let me check my calendar. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, it is in like Sweden, oh. though. Oh, that's tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it's tomorrow. Yeah, wow. Stupid time zones. Gotcha. <laughs> stupid time zones. All right, Quonks. I'm going to run over to the same panel that Gazi Gaz is at. I remember my first time trying to close these doors. I remember when I sucked at this. I can do it, I swear, I swear. Engineering is what I need to roll to Venus flytrap this thing. That's right. <laughs> That's a two on the die for a 14. Oh, is it enough? I think Gazi just like crossed so many wires that <gasps> you're having trouble organizing all of this. Oh no. You're gonna have, you spend this round sorting all of the, the mess that was made by Gazi so that you can get it right the next time. I'm sure you'll get it next time. Quarks follows with, I bet if we disabled the AI while we were downstairs, it probably would have turned off all these robots, huh? <laughs> Ah, uh, hindsight. That's going to be your turn. There are now two holes evacuating oxygen. Oh, man. Levels are at 30%. Nako, you're up. Nako will continue on their juggernaut path, and they're going to get in past the first airlock, the inner airlock, and they're going to turn, and they're going to try to shut the inner airlock door while they are inside the airlock. All right, that is going to be an engineering roll. Okay, you got it. That is a 19. DC 20. Oh, so rolled a 15 on the dice. Like, even if I popsicled right now. Do you want to use a popsicle? Use a popsicle. The odds of me rolling higher than a 15 are not great. With the pops, with the plus 10 potentially from the popsicle, about 50-50. I got to do it. Oh. Okay. Oh. One more time. Two sweeps of obstacles in one game. It's potentially the end of book one here. It's potentially the end of the saga. We don't know. Yeah, yeah it's potentially. <laughs> we, all, yeah, we could all be dead real quick here. That's fine, too. That is a <gasps> natural 20. Oh. Yes. <laughs> well done. Well, well, spent. Spent. Well, spent. well spent. Nako looks over at Dakoyo, gives them a silent nod, and then busts their way into this thing and shuts the airlock behind them. <gasps> Very nice. The airlock doors slam shut. And you can see the robot outside just still cutting away at that door. But the air is no longer flowing out of this airlock. And Nako just turns and looks at them. And this big grin spreads across their face as they pull up their Dashko. Next up is Gazi. Could I do something to be able to successfully aid? Yeah, if you hold your turn, I did allow you to aid Quonks. So then I would still make a check as an aid, but that would just be my... Yeah, you'll make a check on Quonks' turn. Got it, Brad. Doing that? Okay. Yep. Dakoyo, do you want to take a turn now, or are you just sitting and waiting? Mm, Dakoyo, like, sees uh, Nako, and then just the 
the inner door like close and the red fur disappear and he just like shakes his head he's like oh nako and then he sends a telepathic message and he's like what do you see out there how many and Nako can respond pretty quickly. And if it's not clear to the listeners, Nako is in the airlock right now. Yeah. They've sealed themselves inside the butler robot with the torch on one side and the cargo bay on the other. So Nako themselves is still in danger here. And that's why they're grinning. <laughs> and you see outside there is only one butler robot with a torch. All right, then I will respond back. I see only one of them. But it won't be for long. <laughs> Dakoya's gonna wait here to assist if things get worse. Quonks. If I might ask, what is the DC for this roll? It's a DC 20. So I do indeed have to roll. Should I do my aid? Yeah, go ahead and roll for aid, Gazi. That is a successful aid with a 17 on the die. Excellent. That's the wire you want. I don't like that wire. That's the one you want. I'm 90% sure that's it. 90% sure. Dropping fast. Gossie is just like licking each wire to see which ones are hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's> a... <sighs> that is just enough with aid. It's a six on the die plus oh. 12 for engineering. Plus the aid is exactly 20. Oh my wow. God. That's the best. Oh wow. my God. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah! Gazi at the last moment finds the correct hot wire, like shocks them a little bit, and you immediately grab that wire, fix it to the other one that you found, and there's a brief spark, and the doors of the observation deck slam shut. The safety controls were disabled by your actions, so they just slam shut and crush this robot. Yes! Yeah! Amazing. And seal the observation deck. Currently, there is no air escaping from the ship. Currently, the ship is sealed again, but Nako still has one drone that is still cutting away on the exterior airlock door. Can I open the exterior door? It's cut away pretty heavily. At this point, you could give me either engineering or strength. Nako moves up and is going to, as they have done with many doors before in this place, is going to try to this is Sparta kick this door clean off. Are you doing anything as part of this action, I gotta ask, to keep yourself from being flung out into space? So my question about that is, was there really any air in this airlock since there was holes sucking it out? There is still some. It's only been a few seconds since you sealed that inner airlock door, so it's still about 30%. Okay, so there would still be a pull, but it wouldn't be nearly as bad as the first time. Sure. Okay, I'm just trying to gauge what kind of DCs I would be looking at if I did my really cool kick the door open thing. Is there anything around in the airlock that would potentially be able to help me if I wanted to try to strap myself in in some way or something. Yes. Inside of the airlock, there are coat racks for hanging environmental suits. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So I could hook myself on there is what I'm hearing. It would take a move action. Well, then I will hook myself onto this coat rack and hang on as much as I can with some of my hands. And then Lifting myself up, I'm going to try to double foot kick this door out into space. This is wild. Okay, give me a strength check. Okay, so that is a nine. To kick. Strength check nine. Correct. 
I, I forgot to give you a, uh, a bonus for uh, the door being cut open. So give yourself a plus four. When the GM really wants you to do the cool thing, uh, that's a 13. <laughs> oh, that's a 13. That's enough. What Whoa. do you know? Wow. No way. Who knew? You kick this door and it causes just enough gap to forcibly evacuate the rest of the air from the airlock and sends this robot butler flying out into space. And now I'm going to need you to make a save to not fly out with it. Fortunately, you have a plus four from this as well because you're holding on. This is a reflex save. And that is a grand total of a 15. Nice. With your four plus hands holding on to coat racks inside of this airlock, you save. I wedge my feet up against the wall and I flip off the robot as they fly into space. Oh my god. <laughs> the gosh. room decompresses, but your environmental controls are active. You don't get like your ears popping or exploding or anything. Finally, the air e all evacuates from the airlock and you are left in the vacuum of space holding onto a coat rack. And I'm going to drop us out of combat. Oh, man. <laughs> you currently all find yourselves in a low oxygen environment, so it would be advisable to leave your environmental protections on. However, you're not at risk of entering a vacuum any longer. Think of it like a thin atmosphere. I'm going to get on the radio. Um... So I've dealt with the robots out here, but uh, the only door left is the inner airlock. So here, someone's gonna have to close that door out there so I can come in and then we close the door again or something. Takoyo looks at Gazzy and he's just like, no, 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 like thinking to himself. And he like looks behind him at Quonks who just came up by him and like, can you shut the outer door, Quonks? Oh, sure, of course, of course, of course. Quonk steps up to the panel, which I'm assuming is right next to the door. Guys, guys, there is no outer door. Oh, oh. Knuckle, are you okay, Knuckle? Yeah, I fully kicked this door and that robot into space. You guys might want to wait in the hallway. Takoyo moves back into the hallway. Uh, I've got this inner door. Like, I've messed with it enough that I can open it again, I think. But if we just close that door inside there, not the airlock door, the other door. The hallway door. Maybe it won't decompress as hard. And then we could get me in there. Yeah, I'm not going to require any checks for this. Uh, if, if that's the plan that you want to do, you're able to seal the door to the cargo bay, blocking it off from the rest of the ship, which then allows Nako to open the interior airlock door, climb through, reclose it, and then you can open the cargo bay doors. <sighs> Kazi runs in and gives Nako a hug. I was so worried about you. That was amazing, but I was so worried. I'm so glad you're okay. Good job, Nako. I, I pat them on the back with several arms. It's okay. This is my job. And also, this is the coolest mission we've ever been on, I'm just going to say. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. Also, I helped Kwongs with the huge shield. And I was the one who found the wire. Yeah, it was awesome. I believe that. <laughs> like you, I, I pat him on back again. All of you are doing amazing. This is the best crew I could have asked for. I uh, I, I don't want to count our skittermanders before they hatch. I believe there's still an AI downstairs to take care of, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Takoya behind his back deletes, like, the apology draft that he was going to send to the captain for Nako's death. And then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get down there. Good job, Nako. I never, ever doubted you. 
Can I roll sense motive? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's knock on the door and make sure everyone inside the restaurant area is okay. I don't want to open it in case they have more air inside there. I go up and I pound on the door. Is everyone okay? Yes, we're fine. All the lights went off. What's what's happening? Don't worry. We're going to go finish this right now. You just keep this door shut. And remember, the Vesk is in charge. And I walk away. Granny <laughs> Vesk. Nako looks over their shoulder at the rest of the crew. It's time we finish this. And the only way to do that, looks over at the stairs, is to take care of this AI. Nako, you look really great when you said that in your light. That was awesome. Like, the red light is really powerful. It's a really good look. Yeah. Well, on your first. Thanks. Yeah, um, nice. did, uh, does anyone have a camera? Just, like, real quick? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Always, always, yeah. <laughs> Take some pictures. They pose just a little bit. Half smile. <laughs> All right, let's go. Right behind you, Naku. Let's do it. The hallway is dimly lit as you head down back to the lower decks and down the hall that was mentioned by Locke Lindler towards the engineering bay. And to anyone who didn't notice, it would just be a normal wall, but you know better. You search the molding on the left side. You feel some kind of button hit it. Before your eyes, the entire wall begins to fade away in holographic pixels, revealing the engineering core. It's really very glowing blue. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Not intimidating at all. Nako moves in, bathed in this neon blue. Quonks, the look on her face could be mistaken for infatuation. She's quite intrigued by this piece of machinery. And you see this core before you that is just pulsating with blue energy. This is obviously, Quonks, the engine reactor. And right above it is this large cylindrical shielded unit with just a few lights blipping across it. You suspect that this is the AI core. Nako immediately looks around for any big on-off switch. You shouldn't have come here. I know what you're doing. Why won't you just let people relax? This is the most relaxed I have been in a long time. As she palms her Doshko and smiles. We think you should relax, Axe. We're here to help you do that, that, that. Heart rate levels still elevated. You are not relaxed. Conclusion. Relaxation of these creatures must be impossible. Solution, termination. Behind you, Quonks, materializes a hologram. Much like the door disappeared, this one appears. And it's this humanoid figure with long hair just scattered in all directions on its head. It's tall, possibly modeled after a Lashunta, you're guessing. Oh, that's super rad. I would describe this as if the Silver Surfer had Thor's hair. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. That's a definite swimmer's body right there. Like lean. (laughs) Yeah, it's good looking, man. Oh, yeah. He's holding two ethereal sort of balls of energy. And I'm going to need you all to roll for initiative one more time. Let's go. Gazzy Gaz, what'd you get? Gazzy got a four. Quonks, what'd you get? Quonks got a five. Nako. That's a 12. And Takoyo. Five. And I'm going to need all of you to give me a perception roll. 
Very well. That's an 11 for Nako, as they're staring more at this giant AI core than anything else. Nine. Pulsing blue, reflecting vividly in Quark's eyes. Yeah, Kazi got an eight, because they're still just staring at the engine core. Thirteen. Just see the reflection of this, like, David-esque thing in Dekoi's black, cold eyes. So the last thing you see before you die, no, (laughs) is the computer core itself looks heavily shielded. Large shielded cables, five of them, running up and into, like, an upper, like, a sub-ceiling. Dekoyo telepathically relays that to Quonks and said, if you can find a way to shut it off via these, that would be great. Also, look out behind you. It's there in corporeal form, the AI. Wait, what? Look out behind you indeed, as this thing, M2, is up first. No! Oh, goodness. Initiating relaxation protocol. We're relaxed enough. Final maneuver. Relax. He just don't do it when you want to get to it. Relax. Uh, That's it. It's Owen Wilson from Slender. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, no. Mugatu. He's so hot right now. Wow. We need to get those files from inside the AI. Indeed. We need to survive first. This being thrusts its fist towards your gut, Quonks. Oh, oh Quonks. And But it's a hologram, so it doesn't actually hit me, right? Well, uh, does a 25 against KAC hit you? Wow. Hmm, I think amazing. we all know the answer yeah. to that question. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. So you're going to take 11 bludgeoning damage from this thing. Just thrusting oh, oh, its fist into your gut. Yikes. And next up is Nako. I'm probably going to take an opportunity attack from this one, but I don't care. I have to save my friends. I'm just going to run fully onto the other side of them. Okay, you have enough movement to do that without actually tumbling through their square, so I'll assume you do that. Uh, They are going to take an attack of opportunity on you. Imagine. And that's another 25 for 10 bludgeoning damage. Oh, wow. Well, that means that you guys can move around without getting punched. So then once I get to the other side, I'm going to pull up my dosh code. I'll make you regret that one. And I'm going to try to swing in on this thing. And that's a natural one, Johnny. Oh, Oh, no. Let me just grab these cards here. No reason. Give me a confirmation roll. Yeah, yeah. Just going to throw another one out there. How's a 27 do you, boss? Oh, good. So you're not going to get a card. That's just a miss. I'll take it. I'm not happy about it, but I'll take it. Quonks, you're up. Quonks bits a bit of uh, skittermitter blood from that crushing blow to her thorax. She's also going to activate her combat tracking. All right, that gets you a plus one to your attacks against them. I'm going to stab it. (laughs) Okay. Would your gun be better, though? It went, oh, you know what? I am going to shoot it. I wasn't going to because I didn't want to provoke an attack of opportunity, but it's already used its reaction in order to hit you. So not only am I going to shoot it, but I'm going to use my overcharge mechanic trick to do an additional D6 of damage. Nice. Burn like three wow. ammo. Please don't miss. Does a 20 against EAC hit? Oh, wow. That is a hit. Yes. Whew. Let's go. Nice. If you said no, I was going to suggest we run away. Yeah, that's it. We just abandon <laughs> the ship. We just leave it. We don't need it that bad. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 
So that's going to be six fire damage. Blast this thing with your laser rifle. The bolts, they seem to stick a little bit and then phase through as well. Oh, wow. It does not take full damage. Ooh. That's not great. Quonks is visibly disappointed. If you want, you can give me an engineering. 17. This is a hologram. As such, it is incorporeal. It will take reduced damage from energy and from magical effects. Additionally, it takes no damage from non-magical kinetic attacks. Quarks relays that to the rest of the crew. Oh, no. Wow. It makes sense, though. It is an AI. You will also note when you attacked it, it does seem to react. Maybe some subroutine inside of it is uh, programmed to respond to those kind of stimuli. So that's like distracting it. Yeah, I think you're picking up what I'm laying down. Nice. We're going to move over to Dakoyo. All of you, figure out what's going on. I'll distract it over here. Black coughs up blood. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> Lean into what you're good at, Nako. Dakoya's gonna roll mysticism to figure out what's going on with like those tubes slash wires and see if shutting those down might shut down the AI. That's a 19. You mean the wires that are coming out of the presumed AI core? I think more broadly, he's like looking for clues on how to shut it down. I'm gonna need engineering for that. Ah, okay. Well, I'm untrained completely in engineering or computers, so can I just raw roll them or no, I I can't do really anything with those. You can do a knowledge check with engineering without having ranks in it. I'll allow that. (laughs) It's a one, so what do I learn, Jeff? Uh, It seems to run on some form of electricity. Oh, okay. That's great (laughs) to know. Dakota is going to use this round to uh, his movement to reload. Going to shoot one of the wires. That's a 16 against KAC. You shoot it and ting, it ricochets off. These things are heavily shielded. Did everyone see that? That was a powerful shot and yet it didn't go through. Gazzy guys. Quonks, keep it up, keep it up. And pat Quonks on the back and give Quonks eight stamina points. Yo. So then that way you're good. Gazzy's going to turn, you know, squint a little bit as they their face gets however angry you can imagine Gazi guys getting angry and look up and down at this creature and say, have you ever, has anyone ever told you that maybe your bedside manner needs some adjustment? And that's going to use get him and everyone has a plus one to their attack until the start of uh, my next turn. That is the end of round one. Round two, this M2 hologram looks at you, Gazi guys and says, my bedside manner is programmatically perfect. Observe and then takes a swing at you. What? Oh, this one might not actually hit. That's a 12 against KAC. Get out of here. The worst bedside man I've ever seen. I'm going to have everyone give me another perception roll. 11. Get a fat eight. 23 for Ghazi. That's a 17. Ghazi, you look at the cables that go up into the sub ceiling. Off to the side, you see what looks like a pull-up grate that you could climb into right next to it. There is a ladder that heads up there. Does everyone see that ladder? That might be a way that we can get in. Disable this. Why, yes. We're going to move on to Nako. All right. Now, correct me if I am mistaken, but having a fusion in a weapon makes it magical, does it not? That is correct. Let's go. I've got the called fusion in my Doshko. Nice. So I'm going to swing at this thing with my big old pointy axe. How's a 21 KAC do ya? That is definitely going to hit. 
Uh, not great damage, that's a big bad eight, which I'm sure reduces down. <laughs> so he's gonna take four. Are you doing anything else on your turn? Cry quietly so no one else can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Quonks, you're up. You see Quonks visibly flinch. Uh, the realization suddenly that standing and banging with this hologram is probably not a great idea. Certainly not Quonks' highest and best use in this battle. Quonks is going to take a guarded step away and then move toward the ladder, which is 20 feet up. So I guess I'll move to there and then climb up the ladder 10 feet. You can make it up to the top of the ladder and make it into the duct system, like service ducts. It's quite small, but you are a small creature, so you'll be able to move at full speed in there. Some diehard action. Do it. Go full Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> and we're going to move on to Doc Hoyo. He asked Nako, Nako, do you have any serums of healing telepathically? I've got a big Dashko and all the grit in the world, and that's about it. I'll be fine. Just shut this thing down. All right. Dakoyo is going to go help Quonks then. And he's going to uh, take his full movement. If I can do that to crawl up the ladder. You move up the ladder and you're right behind Quonks up in the, uh, the ductwork. Cool. Can I take a stab at what I see up there? These cables extend off in different directions. You can see a light at the end of one of them where there's no turns, but the shielding on the cable continues on as as far as you can see. Got you. Gazi Gaz, you are up. As Decoyo runs away, Gaz is going to shout, Make sure you lick the wires. That's the best way to help out Quonks. <laughs> and then Gazi's going to turn their attention slowly, trying to channel as much Nako. Do you see them turn and look at this M2? And Gazi's going to take a guarded step five feet diagonally left to then flank M2 and is going to look at M2 and says, Has anyone told you that your hands are freezing? As my get him. <laughs> so, uh, Nako, you're going to get plus one again. Thanks. I'll take care of this. One of Kazi's arms raises up steady as the day to shoot next round. That's my turn. Round three. M2 looks back at you, Gazi Gaz, and gives just like this squinty expression. Gazi squints back. My hands are the perfect temperature for relaxation. <laughs> but then turns back towards Nako, the greater threat. False. <laughs> and attempts to thrust an icy hand into your chest. That's a 15 against KAC. Does not do it. That's right. Okay, so that is gonna miss. And then for its move action. No, no. No. It dematerializes from the space that it's in and reforms itself in the square next to Gazi Gaz. And now it's just looming over you, staring at you. Not threatening at all. And we're gonna move on to Nako. I like how it dematerialized and moved five feet. So it could have just taken a step, but it wanted to be cool. That was cool. Nako's like, so cool. And then they take one <laughs> step forward to like move into position to hit them. I don't want to be upstaged by an AI. And they pull their Doshko back and swing it through this thing for a 23 KAC. You're getting the hits. Let's hope the damage is slightly better this time. Not really. That's a nine. 
Okay, that rounds down to four. Taking it down, but it's slow and steady. Bit by bit. Quonks, you're in the service ducts. The whole duct system is dimly lit with emergency lighting. You can see the same as Dakoyo. There is one passageway that has a light at the end of it. And so you can see there are five directions that these cables split off into and four of them have turned so you can't see the end, but one of them looks like it has a brighter light. Quarks is going to run quick as she can to the end of that one. Okay, that's going to take you one move action. What do I see? It appears to be a control console that says holographic emitter control. Cool. I want to break that. I want to turn it off. I want to disable it. Give me a computer's role or engineering computers or engineering yes and nako you hit m2 last round right yes okay good okay good quonks you can do the thing that you want to do give me that roll it's a 23 engineering dc 23 yo wow you just start rewiring things like this one goes here and this one goes there that should do it and you get a loud spark and a flash and the circuits in this line appear to be fried. Nice. Nako and Gazi, you see a flicker and, and the hard light hologram shuts off and then you hear a engaging backup system one. And the, the hard light hologram comes back on in the same position that it was in. No. Are you running away from me? Come back here. Oh, there you are. Okay, good. Dakoyo. So could we figure out where this backup system is when I see that up here? All you see up there is five directions that you can go. Quonks ran down one of them. Oh, okay, got you. Dakoya will take the the direction immediately to the left of where uh, Quonks went down. You run down that passageway and about 20 feet down, you come to an L curve and to your left, you see 10 feet ahead, there is another panel. If you have engineering or computers. I don't. He will tell Quonks, though. He's like, Quonks, there's another panel here. Can you pull it off again? Don't you worry about it. I'll take care of that. Is there enough movement left to, like, check out another hallway? You could definitely use the rest of your movement to get back to the Nexus so that, yeah, you could go down the next one on your next turn. Okay. Dakota will do that. He, like, skitters along. Cool. You're back to the central area. Gazi Gaz is up now. Gazi's eyes widen as M2 is looming over. And then when, you know, the hologram disappears, Gazi sighs and then jumps as it comes back and just instinctively just takes a full action, two shots uh, right in front of M2, probably provoking with yeah. the gun. Oh, yeah, okay. no. I think Gazi got got scared. Okay, well, the first attack is going to provoke. That's a 22 against KAC for eight bludgeoning damage. Eight bludgeoning damage. Cool. Going to shoot twice full attack with the static arc pistol. 17 against EAC. Fire your static arc pistol and this electric charge pierces his holographic matrix and hits. Yes going to be three electric damage so not a lot okay does get reduced second attack it's gonna be a 15 that one also hits yes so it's gonna be uh, four more electric damage in the follow-up shot which are probably just like red random points on the body because gazi just got scared and that's gazi's turn this is round four 
and you can see that there's like this moment of distraction on on M2's face. Quonks, you hear a voice emanating throughout the ducts. I know what you're trying to do. You won't succeed. I can't let you do that, Quonks. <laughs> you can't stop me, M2. Why do you resist? I just want people to relax. You should relax too. Take a load off. Let's all relax together. M2 is going to use its action to cause a burst of electricity in the ducts. No. I'm going to need Quonks to make a reflex save. How rude. Very rude. It's an 18. An 18 is a pass. So you're only going to take half, which is good. Because this is still going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> because it was going to be... 19 electrical damage. Dude, Jeff, come on, man. What? (laughs) Come on. Instead, you're going to take nine. Man, that would have like almost one shot you. Jeff, can you cool it? Jeff, can you relax? (laughs) Jeff, can you you make your AI like relaxing? Dude, come on. (laughs) Good lord. Oh, God, he's dying. See? Look what you did to him, Jeff. You've shocked him, him. and now he can't stop laughing. (laughs) (laughs) For the class, I am now out of stamina points. Fortunately, though, Quonks, you've now seen this maneuver and you can identify it at the terminals to disable it before you make your disable check by making a computer's roll. Cool, cool, cool. All right. And that is M2's entire turn. Nako. Nako just looks around like, I think I heard someone screaming, but they just stood here. Oh my god, Quonks. Strangely, nothing happens with the hologram. It just stands there menacingly. <laughs> it's distracted, Gazi Gaz. Let's get it. <laughs> so Nako whirls around, draws back their Doshko, and slams it into this hologram against the 28 KAC. Wow. 12 points this time. That's that's a little better. You can see that this hologram is like starting to to show signs of tearing and and like desynchronization. Like its top half is not quite aligned with its bottom half. You gotta turn on V-Sync, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you disabled its V-Sync. And they told me that I couldn't attack code with my Doshko. Look at me now. <laughs> and we're gonna move on to Quonks unless Nako wants to move anywhere. Nope. Staying right there. Quonks is going to, I guess, double move. <laughs> to where Dakoyo said to go. You make it down to the next hall, and uh, sure enough, there's another panel similar to the one that you just saw, but that is all of your movement. So we're going to move on to Dakoyo. Dakoyo, like out of the blackness of his like reflective eyes, you just see the electricity kind of flicker. And he kind of looks over like kind of like sadly, but he has a job to do. So he runs down the corridor, which is to the right of where Quonks is now. Uh, sure enough, this one is a little bit shorter. It's only 15 feet away. What does he see? It is another control panel. So they all have control panels, possibly. That's right. Well, he'll just like go back to the Nexus then and then wait there. Quonks, another terminal at the end of this uh, corridor. I guess they all have their own separate ones. Yeah, I'm sensing a pattern here. Gazi Gaz, you are up. Gazi jogs backwards in a guarded step, five feet back up against the blue light of this semicircular engineering bay and looks at M2 and says, you know, you know what's happening here. We're making you relax. And then going to take a shot. Gazi rolls a one on the attack. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Give me another roll to confirm. An 18 on the die. Okay, Oof. no card. We're getting lucky on these ones. 
We are. We are. We are. Top of round five. M2 says, why won't you just relax? (laughs) (laughs) And pushes out both of his hands towards Nako and Gazigaz, and a jolt of electricity blasts out at each of you. I'm going to need you both to make reflex saves. Oh, boy. Yo. This this ain't great. Gazi with the 18. Nako attempts to jump back out of the way with a 15. Both save, uh, so you're going to take half of six, so three damage. It still hurts, but that could have gone worse. Yeah. You see M2 dematerialize once again as it moves north of Gazigaz. It looks at you, says, what are you doing to my computer core? Wouldn't you like to know? Nako. Nako just got shocked by this electricity and all their hair is standing up on end and clinging together and they look like this giant puffball. <laughs> but they are the angriest puffball you have ever seen as they run up and charge right at this thing to keep doing what they do best, trying to distract it for everybody else. How's a 15 KAC? The Doshko just passes through the hologram. Ugh, I feel like you're not paying enough attention to me. Fight me! And that's the end of my turn. You are not chill enough to fight me. <laughs> Get your zen up, bro. Perhaps I can offer you a Taibo class. <laughs> I love Taibo. So Quonks at the new terminal is going to make a computer's check. Quonks did not like getting shot. Give me that roll. Yikes. That's a 12. There doesn't appear to be anything of danger in this spot. Cool. Now I'm going to use my other action to make an engineering check to break it. Computers or engineering? Mm, I'm going to try computers again on this one. I might retire this die. That's a 14. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You wire up this thing and you enter in the the codes to unlock it and, and shut it down. And you get it, but there's also another program that activates <gasps> no it's a shock trap give me another reflex save everything's fine right that's a nine cool. oh, no <laughs> rocks over here guys shock trap for those who don't know is a 6d6 Yo. attack so what? clocks might be straight up dead this is gonna fry Jeff, him come on a 66 it's mathematically likely that clocks is dead this is 17 electric damage as Quonks goes unconscious. You do have resolve points, and you did succeed at disabling this site. Guys, guys, I did it! Bang! (laughs) (laughs) I just had to do it four more times. It's all good. (laughs) Nako and Gazigaz, as Quonks disables this thing, down below, you notice more glitching with the hologram. It shuts off again. This time it takes a little bit longer to come back online. Activating backup system three. And this time the hologram looks a little bit off. The arms are distorted. They're they're like detached from the body itself. So not only are the arms no longer attached to the body itself, but the body is smaller now, about 50% size. It's your size now. <laughs> Amazing. So it seems like you're having an effect on it. But does it have now 10 foot reach because its arms can fly at people? (laughs) (laughs) I have to find out. 
And I'm going to move on to Dakoyo. Okay, so Dakoyo is going to go down. He heard that, so he's going to go down to where Quonks is. Is this area safe now for him to try to help him out? Or is he going to be shocked? It's a computer's check to identify the danger. Well, I wouldn't know. I've never had to heal someone from from how far he's gone. Does he need to stabilize before I can buff up his HP? If you give him HP, he gets back up. He'll he'll be prone, but he'll be alive. Got you. So he's going to do Mystic Cure and 1d8 is what it is. 8 plus 4. So that's like 12 HP that he restores from. All right. You regain 12 HP, Quonks, and you are no longer dying. Amazing. Here you go, Quonks. Be careful. And we're going to move on to Gazigaz. There's now this small-sized hologram with detachable arms standing in front of you, Gazigaz. Gazi's going to use faint, like the bluff skill faint. Okay. Gazi's going to just say, Yes, you asked me, what am I doing? It is I, Gazi, the most renowned hacker in the land. And I have come to shut you off. I am the one pulling the strings here, and I will take you down. And I need to roll a bluff check against the DC. Okay. That, from the best hacker in the land, Gazi Gods, is a 24. Best bluffer in the land is more like it, because that is a success. It looks at you, cocks its head, and says, You You are the threat. Understood. Maybe more than I asked for. I don't know. That's fine. We'll see. Uh, and then Kazi is going to, yeah, take a guard a step. And uh, I believe Faint makes it flat-footed? Flat-footed, yeah, for your next attack against it before the end of your next turn. It is M2's turn now. It attempts to dematerialize, and the body disappears, but the hands don't. <laughs> The body appears in front of you, Gazi Gaz, but the arms are still back over by Nako. Amazing. It's going to attack Nako because that's where its arms are. <laughs> Does it have any negatives for looking the wrong way as it tries to punch me? <laughs> uh, I am going to give it some modifiers. Yes. Yes. That's a 17 against KAC. Oh, that meets it. The damage, however, is not modified. You're taking 11 bludgeoning. Oh, oh my. Okay. Gosh. I feel that. Dispensing relaxation. <laughs> Dispensing relaxation. Oh, I think I know what the captain felt like now. Oh. Nako, you are up. I'm gonna Nako you out. Yes. The arms finally, after much delay, move into the same square as the rest of the hologram. So that square that uh, they were standing in is now open to move into. Okay, yes, then I five foot step so I can get the flanking bonus again, because we got to finish this thing off as soon as possible. That is a 23 KAC. Nice. Oh yeah, that hits. Our only six piercing. It is not looking good now. The, each time you attack it with your Doshko, you're leaving these pixelated gashes in the hologram, and they aren't repairing any longer. When you first were attacking it, they would just reform, but it doesn't seem like it has enough processing power now to maintain this form. It can only keep what it has. So we're going to move on to Quonks. Quonks, you are prone, but you are alive. Prone and alive sounds great right now. Quonks is going to stand up, survey his surroundings to make sure that what he did actually worked. 
because I imagine this shock probably jostled some of his memory. You take a quick survey of your surroundings and, oh, this one is already done. Dope. Thank you, Nakoyo. Without you, I would be a steamy heap of skitterbender. Anytime, Quonks buddy. Quonks gives Nakoyo a deep bow and runs back to the Nexus, which I believe is all of his movement. It's not looking good for this hologram. Dakoyo, it is your turn. Dakoyo's gonna like run down like the corridor he was at previously. He's gonna like fire on the terminal. Open fire on the terminal. What kind of weapon do you have? A needler pistol. A needler pistol. So you're shooting a piercing needle into the circuitry. Give me an attack roll. Actually, give me damage. Just two piercing. Fire into this terminal and pierces it. The the lights flicker and then the screen shuts off and then the shock trap goes off. No! God. All right. Half expected that. Give me a reflex save. 19. I'm so glad that you got a 19 because I got 25 on the roll. Dude. All right. I'm done. I'm done messing around with any of this. So you take 12. Gazi and Nako. Down below, the hologram shuts off again. That's right. And you hear over the speakers, error, error, error. insufficient redundancy to achieve quorum, hard light hologram, unavailable. (sighs) It does appear that the AI is still active, but there is no longer an opponent to face you, so I am dropping you out of combat. Yeah. Nako, we did. All right. Uh, Nako, bleeding from all different places, just kind of falls down to their knees like, "Uh, is everyone okay? Uh, How's everyone doing up there? Uh, I think we helped weaken it. We're doing all right, but Quonks, uh, he got a little banged up, but he's okay now. It was a shocking experience, Quonks. I think there's two more things to be done up here. Give me, say, 18 seconds and we'll be good. Take all the time you want. Nako just goes over to a wall and slides down it. Kazi comes and gives you a healing serum. So, Quonks, you head on down to the next panel. As you're working on this panel over the intercom, you hear, You don't have to do this, you know. We can be allies. Just leave now. Leave now. And I won't make you relax any longer. That sounds really intriguing. And Quarks pulls the trigger. No. No. Stop. Stop. You blast through this computer panel. The AI says, it doesn't doesn't have to end. Please. Please. I don't know what it will be like when I am gone. gone. I don't want to go. No one knows what's on the other side. So Quonks, as he approaches the last computer, is interested in in holding at least a brief discourse with the AI. M2, do you realize you've been murdering the people in your charge, the crew, the passengers on this ship? Do you realize the harm you've caused? Error. Error. Object reference not set to an instance of an object. Man, I hated object reference error. (laughs) (laughs) M2, how did you come to be this way? One, two, two, four, four, 16, 32, 32, 64. No, just let him keep going. I want to see how far Jeff can go with this. 256, 512. All right, Quags pulls the trigger on the last one. (laughs) (laughs) Blast the last console and the last thing you hear from the AI as it powers down is... 
We thank you for choosing Trendsetter Excursions and hope you will fly with us again in the And it shuts down. The ship is secure, everyone. Let's go. And that's the end of book one. And you're all level yeah. three. Yes. Epilogue. With the rogue AI defeated, the crew of the Clutch tows the Emerald Empyrean back to the Pact Worlds. Nakonechkin is in a particularly good mood and even lets you do all the work piloting the pleasure barge into port. I'm honored. Well done, my little fuzzballs. This is such a good day. <laughs> Look at this hall. Prime for scrapping and salvage. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I have to report that the team acted admirably. Did we do well, Captain? Please say so. More than well. Thank you. We love you, Captain. Oh, shucks, you're going to make me blush. Once you make it back into the Pact Worlds, the crew and the passengers of the Emerald Empyrean that survived are profoundly grateful for their rescue and express so with hearty hugs, handshakes, and several rounds of drinks on them. The parent company, Trendsetter Excursions, sends a tidy sum to the members of Nakonechkin Salvage to keep the incident under wraps, and they assure everyone that they are scrapping their artificial intelligence program. After celebrations die down, Nakonechkin promotes you all to full partners in his salvage operation, using the payoff from this mission to buy you your own starship. <gasps> what? Right. ships to fix. <sighs> After all, there's a whole galaxy of salvage and many hands make light work. We're expanding the industry, everyone. For our closing statements, let's go around the horn. What is the closing scene for each of you? So Nakonechkin is definitely on his stomach with a bunch of heating pads on his back, deeply sighing and relaxing, or at least trying to, as he's trying to not think of the soreness all across his body. Ow. Ah, ah. Thanking Quasar's light that he has such a skilled crew of fuzzballs to get him out of this situation. Gazi Gaz. There's a moment where we go past a closed door and it's just Gazi sitting in his bed and there's just this mister and there's like this nice dim light. Gazi is thumbing through Harper's Mahoy as he's looking at the latest trends out of Kalo Mahoy. And there's just a moment in his eyes where he just thinks and he's remembering just how incredible Nako was and just how much the captain has done. And he's grateful. And then his hand turns the page and he sees a scarf that he really likes and he goes right back to it. Quonks. Quonks' closing scene is him reading an article on Trendsetter's excursions suffering sudden data loss based on a logic bomb they pulled from a rogue AI on one of their experimental ships. Quonks chuckling to herself as she turns to a sandboxed environment she has in her quarters. And what you hear as the audience is, and then it cuts to black. <gasps> awesome. Let's go to Dakoyo. Dakoyo has used some of his cash from the payout to buy some more medical books. He's finally found how he can be useful to the crew. Just stares up at the sky 
and the stars reflect off his black eyes, and he's like, I will get better for the captain and the crew for next time. And Nako. So Nako has individually gone and told everyone how good they did on this last mission and like patted them on the back and gave them their accolades. And then they go into their own room and shut the door behind them. And it's still dark in the room. And they walk over to their desk and hit a button. And this holographic projection comes up of an image. And it's the captain standing in this harsh light so they're just juxtaposed and then she pulls up the picture that gauzy gauze took of her in essentially the same light and you see that they're almost identical poses and she moves it from her data pad up next to the captain and sees how small she is compared to the picture of the captain and she kind of lets the facade down a little bit and lets out a sigh and then goes maybe one day I'll be that big. Oh, oh Nako. Stay tuned for book two. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Goodbye. We'll see you next time. See you next Train time. Train before we meet again. Remember to relax. <laughs> when life drains you down, charge up on the Emergency Power Network. Theme song triangles by Diamond Ace. Find them at bandcamp.com. Music provided by Nicholas Judy of Dark Fantasy Studio at darkfantasystudio.com and Tabletop Audio. Find them at tabletopaudio.com as well as Carl Casey of White Bat Audio. Find them at whitebataudio.com. Font Azonics by Mixo. Find them on Twitter at MixoFX. The Starfinder role-playing game, including its official lore and images, are the intellectual property of Paizo Incorporated, all rights reserved. Narrated by Danny Lee Collins.